pacemaker. Don't you guys have to do an introduction or something? Like how's, you your pa- do? how's your pacemaker doing? It's about to die, but don't worry about that. So am I. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll introduce us here in a second. We do a little chit-chat beforehand. Oh, we'll get to know each other. <laughs> exactly. A little how's you doing? You want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, my name is Dan Tierney. I'm 44 years old. I'm a Scorpio. I live in Tucson, Arizona. My mother's uh, Nancy Sanahan. My stepfather, lovely man, Ed Sanahan. And we're live at their house on location in Tucson. The Sanahan Ranch, it's been several years the Sanahan Ranch, lots of great memories there as a child, as a young pup, as a young buck. Um, as a young, young wolf, as they say. Haven't been in adulthood. Uh, you know, I don't think Nance has even seen my chest hair. I gotta show her. Um, <laughs> That's a problem. I'll come out there and I'll, I'll let her see it, because I've got a lot of chest hair now, and I think that'd surprise her. Justin, make that the intro. I'm here in lovely Tucson, Arizona. Jack is on the other line with me, Mr. JR, back home in sunny California after a quick trip to Russia. We missed you last week, Jack. And we have with us today a guest, a published author and the head coach of the Tanka Verde High School Junior Varsity basketball team soon to be state champion soon to be state champion Tanker Verde high school thank you basketball team he's also the assistant coach on the varsity team Mr. Daniel Tierney Dan it's all about the kids ladies and gentlemen it's all about the kids it is so great to be here you guys thank you for having me along great to have Scott and Tommy Jack how are you doing do it for the kids Dan I couldn't agree more it's all about the kids I think Tommy and I are on the same page. As we always say, this is a family podcast. So all you kids out there, we've got your back. Uh, Dan, <laughs> you're a great coach. Uh, I've never watched you coach, but damn, you can I'm, I'm sure you're one of the best. I have read your book front to back, back to front. That was an interesting experience. I actually wanted to talk to you about that. Did you sure. mean to make the narrative so linear reading it from back to front? Because I, I was astounded with... With the way it's, in which it flows. It's, it's one long palindrome, actually. You can read it front to back, back to front. It's the longest palindrome in the history of... And you did mention pre-show. I, I don't mean to embarrass you, but you did mention pre-show that the book now has 4,500 five-star ratings, which is, uh, wow. if I'm not mistaken, once again, don't mean to embarrass you, but I think that's a record on Amazon. I, I wasn't aware of this. I didn't know. Thank you. <laughs> so go buy the books. Uh, the book, ladies and gentlemen. There will be books, many sequels to come. How could you not? I mean, he's making bank on this first one. So he'll be rolling out many sequels. Um, and yeah, uh, buy it on Amazon. Dan, uh, could you just read the full link, please? Amazon.com slash price of a free throw slash Daniel Tierney slash Tacoverty Hawks. <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, Dan, could you spell Tankaverde for the T-A-N-Q-U-E-V-E-R-D-E. That's backslash, then forward slash, wow. then backslash. I don't want to admit what my first guess of the spelling was. Okay. Um, Tommy, should we move into football? Or I mean, I'd love to learn more about Dan, and I'm sure the listeners would too. Um, you mentioned you're a Scorpio, Dan. What? They what, don't want uh, oh, Okay. Well, Tommy, I mean, 
Scorpio or not, this week was week of the Geminis because I got a W. Who else got a W this week besides me? I'm coasting, man. Four and three above 500. My team is solid. Um, should we start with my team or did you have other things to discuss? Jack, great segue, by the way. That was excellent. Um, no, we're not going to start with your team. What I want to start with is... <laughs> well, it wasn't that good of a segue then. <laughs> Jack, I thought you were going to be live from the Kremlin when we did this. I uh, I did <laughs> I guess uh, I it was a it was a shame to miss last week's episode. Um, I did do a recording with Tommy, uh, but it was intercepted when I tried to send it back to the states. Um, and I think the Kremlin now has it as evidence uh, in well, in the Trump more collusion. collusion. So I yeah I I don't want to get into politics, but I figured um, I wouldn't be surprised if I'm called to the stand once that finally goes to trial. Um, trying to secure that number one pick again for next year and keep Scott yeah. from winning a championship. I which you're doing a very good job of, by the way. Scott uh, Scott does that to himself, but yeah, I I pummeled him this week, Dan. Uh, it's funny you mentioned that. We are going to start with my matchup. Um, All right, let me get into there. Yeah, let's go ahead and start with your matchup. Jack, this was an absolutely awful week. This was a terrible week for everyone not named Kyle or Louie. Yours and Scott's matchup was a, uh, a barn burner. You took him down 11,302 to his 10,274. And, Jack, another lucky win for you. Although you had one of the higher scoring teams of the week yes, at 11,300. You. you had the highest scoring bench in the history of fantasy football. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Let's start there. I mean, let's start there. Marvin Jones with 3830. Chase Edmonds with 3400. The other two did fine too, you know, but whatever. Those are fine. You're fine with those games on your benches. But Marvin Jones and Chase Edmonds scoring over 7000 points between the two of them. Can either of you tell me you saw that coming? Because I'm not I'm not accepting this flack for getting points on the bench. No one else would have played those guys with the guys that David Johnson was healthy and Marvin Jones's recent performances. I mean, I guess I could have played MJJ over Robbie Anderson. That's probably the move I would have made. That's really the only argument you can make is I hated Robbie Anderson against New England this week for obvious reasons. Um, I didn't realize no quarterback has looked worse on the football field than Sam Darnold did last night. <laughs> I picked him up. It was the worst game I've ever seen a quarterback play in the NFL. I didn't get to see much of it, but uh, when you end with negative points, it's it's not a great performance. Uh, but no, I mean, yeah, he the, didn't the, he didn't have a single good throw the entire night, and I'm not being hyperbolic. Like he are you just talking about Mitch Trubisky or Sam Darnold. <laughs> Sam Darnold, yeah. Oh, Mitch Trubisky is oh, yeah. bad. Well, we'll get into that later. Yeah. But we're, we're all over the place right now. Um, <laughs> By the way, folks, Scott is also here with us. He is a, a Scotty. Minor, guest, minor guest on the podcast this week. After his excellent performance last week, we had to have him on again. Uh, so welcome back, Scott. Thanks for being here. Um, um, I don't well, blame you for the Chase Edmonds things, Jack, because David Johnson was supposed to play, so that's fine. Um, just a ridiculous week for Chase Edmonds. But look at your team. The Jared Goff performance, 2,500. That was obvious playing the Falcons. I'm not surprised by that at all. He led you to a victory. You got good performances from T.Y. Hilton and Royce Freeman, 1640 and 1470, respectively. Honestly, the, the it was a bad omen when the week started, and Royce Freeman, bad omen for Scott, that is. Royce Freeman outscored Philip Lindsay 
by 1,100 points. Yeah. Once that happened, I was like, this is not going to be looking good for Scott. And then the curse of Scott's season continues. Kerryon Johnson onto the IR. Mere weeks after he loses Will Disley to the IR. And it just, you can't, you can't make this stuff up. <laughs> you can't. You really can't at this point. You got to feel for Scott. He's got and Alvin I hate Scott. Kamara. That's he's saying got, a lot. He's got Alvin Kamara currently out with an injury. Sammy Watkins is out with an injury. I don't know. I don't know what Scott does. He plays Kyler Murray, who gets 696 points, in the juiciest matchup you can have for a quarterback. And Chase, Chase Edmonds, Edmonds just too. gets all the touchdowns. Help is on the way. He's about to pick up Corey Davis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, breaking news alert. Dan, the Adam Schefter of the 10-pack league, breaks this news here. Uh, it has now been reported by Dan. Thank you for coming on the show, Dan. That Scott will be picking up Corey Davis in free agency. A With bold move by Scott. Pick. His first um, waiver pick, yep. First waiver pick. Wow. Uh, very exciting news for Scott. Hopefully that helps him turn his season around. Because Tommy Scott is now one in six. Jack, but get this: Scott he, is one in six, and he's only one game out of the playoffs. That's how insane the year has been in, the, in our league. Yeah, that's true. My, um, my point total there—it's maybe a little bit better than twelve. <laughs> Scott oh, would like me to point out point that. total schmoint total. <laughs> Scott would like me to point out that he has the sixth highest scoring total, and. Uh, is in 12th place, so that's not exactly fair. But getting back to your two teams, it's another unlucky week for Scott. It's the second week in a row he hasn't put up a ton of points. His wide receivers were fine. Uh, great streams, honestly, for Cole, with Cole Beasley, 9-10, and, and Slayton, the Giants wide receiver, with seven twenty-eight, And then Allen Robinson has been a beast for him in 1970. But it was the Kyler Murray and then the Carrion Johnson injury. And then, and then Philip Lindsay's really weird down week against a very beatable Kansas City rushing defense. Um, and he got 29.50 from Latavius Murray, which makes up for almost a third of his points. Great job by Scott to pick up Murray to replace Camaro with. But, yeah, the luck is just not on Scott's side. And, Jack, it has been very much on your side this year. Um, because I, I congrats on being 4-3, and three, but your team still isn't good. Um Keenan Allen has been trash since you proclaimed that he was going to end up the wide receiver one. I don't know if you remember that. He scored 37-10 in week three. And then you said he would finish wide receiver one. And since then he's had 730-380-430 and 810. What's going on with him? First of all, I want to go back to how you opened this, to be quite honest, tirade against the team. <laughs> You said my team isn't good. Is that the verbiage you used? It is. Jack, what are you going to do about Joe Mixon? <laughs> okay. I I, I, heard, I listened to your speech, if you can call it that. Your attack, I think, would be a more apt description. I think you, you can give me the floor now. Listen, Jared Goff puts off a juggernaut performance. He's a QB1. He's my guy. Ride or die. Fight on Rams. Huge Rams guy, born and raised L.A. Anyways, <laughs> Keenan Allen will finish this season as a top five wide receiver. Okay? Mark my words. He's had a few rough heart, but not in the weeks. But Jack, in, in, the, in five more weeks, are you going to say he'll finish the top 15 wide receiver? Yeah. 
Yeah. And then once he doesn't make that clip either, will you say for sure a top 24 wide receiver? 11 targets this week. Okay? Keenan Allen will be fine. I, I am jesting about Keenan Allen. I don't really have any concerns about him. I am very concerned about Joe Mixon. Robbie Anderson is dead. Uh, I don't know why I played him, but he's dead. Um, T.Y. Hilton is a stud, week in and week out. So you got Goff, Allen, Hilton, Saquon, Juice Pads, Barkley. Are you are you putting Goff in the stud category? Because yeah, he absolutely. Was was good against Atlanta, who everyone is good against Atlanta? Oh, everyone is good against Atlanta. Jared Goff's a stud, okay? Next week against Cincinnati, he might eclipse 3,000. <laughs> he might. Mark um, Andrews doesn't have great hands, is what I learned in the game on Sunday. Yeah, I heard about that. Didn't get to see it, but I heard he had some big, big easy drops. Very... Look, Mark, no hands Drews. <laughs> look, Mark, no hands Drews. That's good. That's very good. Uh, I just came up with that. Okay, so... <laughs> I won. Moved to 4-3. and three. Scott loses. One and six. Any last words on this matchup? Um, Scott's had some terrible luck this season, and while my team has absolutely earned every W through grit and hard work, um, you know, a dream doesn't become a reality through magic. You know, it takes sweat, determination, hard work. I find that the harder I work, the more luck I seem to have, as you put it. Uh, so it's just it's absolute hard work, and yeah, but at the same time, sure. I've benefited from some good matchups. You could characterize it as that. Um, uh, I shouldn't be four and three. I have scored uh, <laughs> about the third lowest. I twelve twelve thousand a week's worth of points less than Scott, but irrelevant. Neither here nor there. By the end of the season, I will be the number one team. Louis is going to <laughs> finish the season seven and six. Uh, he's going <laughs> to scrape by into the playoffs, and I will be your champion this season. Uh, Tommy, uh, yeah. what's the next matchup? One last thing. Uh, Joe Mixon had 10 carries for two yards. You won't uh, let us just breeze past Joe Mixon? Jack, he's been awful. He's been really bad. He's been really <laughs> bad. What do I do? What Would do you, you be do? willing to trade him? Is yes. he on the trade block officially? He's officially on the trade Joe block. Joe Mixon is officially on the trading block. All right, you heard it, everybody. <laughs> wow. Oh, my gosh. In. Okay, Dan. This is crazy having you on. Usually, we, Tommy and I get these in the form of text, but uh, ladies and gentlemen, we do have another breaking news by our insider, <laughs> Dan Schefter. Uh, it has been reported that Jack has just put Joe Mixon on the trading block. Um, so please, uh, wow, another huge Schefter bomb, Dan bomb, Dan a mite, if you will. Uh, and Dan, thanks for breaking another mo- news. Keep the news story's coming, please. Where do you get your insider information? I mean, it's... In, Tommy. It's in, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, wow. That's actually quite the bomb there. Yeah. Ladies, and, good <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Dan has just reported that Tommy is often his insider source. Tommy, what do you have to say for yourself? <laughs> Moving on to the next matchup. Um... Jake, I want to talk about Louie versus Drew here. Louie takes down Drew at 16,392 to Drew's 8,466. And Jack, I'm not sure what I can say about Louie's team that I haven't already said. Um, This feels like Louie's year. He won the first year we had had to head and has had a great team pretty much every year since. 
but has never been able to put it together in the playoffs. Jake, the consistency from his team right now, he's averaging for the season 14,200-some points per week. It feels like he gets 16,000 every other week. Lamar Jackson has been matchup-proof so far. I mean, he, he got another 100 rushing yards and a touchdown this week. Tyler Lockett, Cortland Sutton, and John Brown, that's a nice wide receiving core. Louis did, it wasn't strong to start the year, but he got Sutton off waivers. Sutton has been super consistent. Lockett has been super consistent. He traded Anna for John Brown. He gave her Josh Gordon and Buffalo's defense. I thought that was a, another good trade by Louie, taking advantage of the, uh, of the situation. Anna wasn't playing John Brown. She needed a, a good defense for the week, and Buffalo was playing Miami. Uh, we'll get to Anna's team in a little bit and, and, and how that worked out for her. But So Louie's wide receiving core is looking better, and he's got Dalvin Cook, stud. Josh Jacobs, stud. Zeke Elliott, stud. What? Joey Joey Sly has been the second best kicker in the league. Oh, who cares about kickers, dude? Uh, but Louis's running backs are ridiculous. And to your point, his only weakness was sort of wide receivers. But he's got three. I mean, I don't know. Is Cortland Sutton really going to be good? Yes. Rest of yes, season, it, he's been yes. so good. Yes, he How? will be. Dude, Emmanuel Sanders is gone now. Breaking news: traded to the. San Francisco 49ers. Oh, yeah, true. Oh, yeah, Court, that, that upped Cortland Sutton even more. Wow, okay. Plus, look look who's throwing him the ball, too. I mean, come on. Yeah, see, but that's why I hesitate so much with believing in Cortland Sutton because Joe Flacco is his quarterback. But If I were Louie, I would trade Lamar Jackson, pick up Joe Flacco to get that Flacco-Sutton combo going that, down the stretch here. Honestly, that is, there's nothing better than a great one-two one punch. Anna knows that with the Deshaun Watson DeAndre Hopkins hook yeah. up this season. There you go. Nothing more fun than that. Man, I used to love having Donovan McNabb and Terrell Owens back in the day. Um, and Tony no Romo and Terrell Owens. <laughs> no one cares. Uh, Tony Romo and Terrell Owens was a fun was a fun one-two punch. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't know. It, like, Dalvin Cook has been just an absolute stud. Zeke Elliott is is turning it on. He was, he's been consistent, and, and the last few weeks he's been putting up um, – Bigger points. I, this is this is twenty twenty three seventy this week, which is after twenty three eighty last week. That, that's back to back his two best weeks of the year. Uh, he's gotten twenty eight and twenty two carries. He's got a bye week this next week, but I just I don't know. I don't know. I don't see like, this train. Don't stop. Take, yeah, it's going to take, and it could have obviously bad luck happens, but it's going to take. Louis will not lose in the playoffs because of a down week. It was going to take a massive week from someone else to take him down. And maybe that'll happen, but I'm not going to bet on it. Am uh, I Louis... am I missing something or am I misinformed? Why did Louis play the Jets against the Patriots? Oh, yeah, so I I wanted to talk about this. Louis is so cocky and so confident that he was going to destroy Drew that he played the Jets. Against the New England Patriots. Was was that actually defense. was that actually just an fu? No, it wasn't. He said I mean, that uh, he was he was like. just hoping he was going to get like a garbage defensive touchdown. The Jets would still lose by twenty, but their their defensive performance would be safe because last time they played each other, the Jets actually the Jets got destroyed, but they actually had a good defensive performance because I think they got 
two spe- two special teams slash defensive touchdowns um, when they played the Patriots last. So that was his thinking. But I, I like the narrative that it was a uh, it was a fuck you to Drew because he knew he was going to destroy him. I, I that's exactly the narrative I was trying to spin. So I'm glad you jumped on that so quickly. On Drew's side of the ball, Michael Thomas, God bless him, one of the best yeah, wide receivers in football. Uh, great to have on Drew's team. Derrick Henry, another, you know, very consistent option this season. Didn't have a great week six against Denver, but other than that, he's been in the thousands. Not those huge monster weeks, but a really solid running back option. The good news stops there for Drew. Because I'm not going to mention his kicker. (laughs) Matt Ryan goes down with an injury. Will Fuller also goes down with an injury. Yeah, Matt Ryan's bad performance was not because of the injury. Um, he went down late in that game. He was terrible before that. But yeah, so he, he probably won't have Matt Ryan next week. Will Fuller is going to be a multi-week injury. We talk, That's what we talked about with Will Fuller. That was the risk. I am not surprised at all that Will, Will Fuller has a hamstring injury. Um, he got the one good week out of Will Fuller. It got him a win. and uh, But we'll see what happens after that. A week um, we won't soon forget. What a true. What a performance by Will Fuller. And... I mean, he didn't have long in the spotlight, but boy, did he shine. Yeah, he really did. I mean, the good news for Drew is he's he's five and two. He 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 can have some down weeks. He can get some losses, and he'll still probably make the playoffs. Um, Michael Thomas and and Derrick Henry, as you mentioned, they've been super consistent for him. Derrick Henry had the one down week, but um, I don't know. Travis Kelsey without Patrick Mahomes. We're going to talk more about that when we get to Justin's team, but. Can I say one thing? Yeah. Louis' arrogance shows by him also having a kicker and a defense on his bench. He's he's playing with fire. If he gets an injury at the running back position, he's a hundred percent screwed. Yeah, he's playing with fire, Jack. But he's a certified firefighter, so there's no risk. That's true. I forgot he had his badge. (laughs) Um. No, I mean, so he's gonna. He already dropped Zane Gonzalez in the Jets defense. He's he, he's you know he wanted to keep Joey Sly through his bye, which I don't blame him. Like I said, he's been the second best kicker. He's been super consistent. He's just gonna play him the rest of the year, and that's something he doesn't have to think about. He'll stream defense. He'll stream tight end. The tight end is still his weak spot, but I I'm not worried about it. It doesn't matter. He could get a goose egg in his tight end spot every week and still win. So put up fifteen thousand. Anyway. Are you worried about Drew's team, or has it just been a couple down weeks, or is there, like, some concern? No, I, I, like... I think, I mean, it's, it's I don't know, Matt Ryan going down isn't great. He's going to have to stream at the running back position, unless Matt Ryan's fine. Um, Quar- quarterback position, not the running back position. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, Drew is pretty weak at the wide receiver position, and not really anything to write home about <clears throat> in the running back position. Breedis had a couple down weeks, but I still like him rest of the season, don't you? I, I like him, but I worry, I don't know, I worry back-to-back weeks like that. I mean, Washington was a good matchup, like, to only get... Okay, that, that did you see that game? That was a... They were oh, that's on true. A field, they were playing on a field of water. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. Uh-huh. But, but more so, like, at the wide receiver position, I mean... I don't know. Philip Dorsett is not consistent. No no wide receiver on the Patriots is really that consistent, except Julian Edelman. 
Um, Thank you. Aguilar sucks. Uh, Drake is on the Dolphins. You know, Ido Smith is out now, so... If, um... If, if Ryan's out of multiple weeks, which I, I think the ankle injury wasn't that severe, but if he is, we'll see what Calvin Ridley is out is is without Matt Ryan. That that might not be great. So, to your point, right now he does look very weak at the wide receiver position. But like I said, he's got the five and two record, so he's got yeah, true. He's in the he's driver's seat. To, he, he, right, he could lose three three more weeks in a row and still be in the driver's seat. So um, I think he's he's just got to get healthy, and I, I think he'll be fine. Matt Schaub is Matt Ryan's backup. Yeah. Ooh. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Did you just find that? Yeah. <laughs> I was searching for that because you said Ryan got injured. I was like, who's the backup in Atlanta? Matt Schaub is still playing football. And Matt That's Hasselback amazing. is the third string. And Dan Orlovsky is fourth string. <laughs> oh, man. Um, well, that'll be fun to watch. All right. Moving on to the next matchup. I'm going to talk about the second highest scoring team of the week and their matchup. Um, <laughs> Dan just dropped his iPad, but we're all good. Uh, Kyle beats Anna with a score of 15,628 to Anna's 12,122. Uh, a great week for Anna, considering what everyone else did. She had the third highest scoring team, uh, was unfortunate with her matchup this week, having to face Kyle. But... 12,000, that's a solid week. Uh, Deshaun Watson put up 17.52. Especially with a goose egg from Delaney Walker. To put up 12,000 yeah. with that zero. Um, you know, she had, other than other than that zero from Delaney Walker, you know, every single one of her guys showed up, at least to some extent. Deshaun Watson got an unlucky 17.52. Uh, I, don't know if you, I don't know if you saw, he had that... Touchdown called back. He, he threw a touchdown, and it was taken away because he was considered in the grasp of the defender because the defender yeah. was holding onto his foot. It was yeah. the dumbest call I've ever seen. Um, Love so when they blow sucked. the play dead. Yep, they are really smart. The refs. DeAndre Hopkins gets back to a, a really great week, twenty-one ten with one hundred six yards and a touchdown. That was his first time eclipsing two thousand since week one. So that's great to see. Cooper Cup, uh, really disappointing against Atlanta with only 800. Six catches for 50 yards. DJ Chark, another down week with 880. Uh, he's had two, two pretty disappointing weeks after his explosion in week five against Carolina. Aaron Jones, great week. Todd Gurley gets in the end zone again. Doesn't put up much yardage, but at this point, I'm, I, I, if you're Anna, I think you're fine if Todd Gurley eclipses 1,000. Um... Tevin Coleman, disappointing week, but that was weather-related. Greg Zerline, great week. Buffalo's defense, which I mentioned Anna traded for them. It was a great move because Miami had just been bleeding points to the their defensive opponent, only putting up 1450, so that was a little disappointing. I thought it was a great call to pivot from Baltimore and move to Miami. I thought it was an excellent call, and it's just you can't you can't I mean you can't make this up. Baltimore had been trash week after week after week. And they get they put up two defensive touchdowns against Seattle, who Russell Wilson almost never throws pick sixes, and so it, it just you can't make it up. Yeah, that was the worst throw Russell Wilson has made all season. Uh, so just a, a really a really tough loss for Anna, because, considering how bad the week was, and her, and her team was actually really decent. So she falls to two and five, but at two and five, she's actually because of her high point total. Uh, she is. She still has a playoff position. She's still. She's still in playoff position. She has the eight seed right now. So, uh, 
better days ahead for Anna's team. I still like her team. Uh, I think I think she has a top end team in our league. She's for sure for sure a top six team, uh, maybe even higher. Um, and yeah, just a, a unlucky unlucky matchup for her. Moving on to Kyle's team. Wonderful week. Uh, really, really good stuff. Uh, Kyle smartly has Josh Allen in his starting lineup. He he picked him back up, at, uh, I think, a few weeks ago because post by Josh Allen has an excellent schedule. He puts up 21-28 against the Dolphins. Julio Jones doesn't get in the end zone but still gets 12-30. Mari Cooper, same thing, doesn't get in the end zone but still gets up 13-10. Great stream of, of Jacob Myers, Jacoby Myers with... Uh, Josh Gordon sitting out, and he puts up 720. Sony Michelle got three <clears> touchdowns. Wasn't really a great game from Sony Michelle, but you get three touchdowns, and you're going to put up fantasy points. Austin Eckler with another 2,200. He's a wide receiver with, now. Yeah, right. He got almost no carries and got seven catches for 118 yards. Had seven rushing yards and put up 2,200. Eight so. targets, seven catches. I mean, the, that he's a he's a wide receiver now. And I, with Melvin Gordon only putting up 790, Austin Eckler, man, I mean, I don't know. I, I might be changing my tune about the outlook of Austin Eckler rest of season. If Melvin Gordon's going to keep sucking, I, I see, I didn't anticipate Melvin Gordon sucking. Yeah, I, I overestimated how good Melvin Gordon was. Yeah, so I don't, what's, what's your take on that, Dan? Do you just keep playing them both, Eckler and Gordon, and just ride it out the rest of the year, two running backs, same team? I think for now that's what I would do yeah. until it becomes if like until it becomes clear that Melvin Gordon actually is just going to be trash. But I mean, yeah, Charge Melvin on Chargers. He lost that game for them. Yeah, yeah, I didn't get to see it, but I heard that he run the he ball, the PD. They ran the ball. It was exactly what Marshawn Lynch would have wanted, but Melvin Gordon got stopped twice, two plays in a row. He fumbled two times in a row on the one yard line. Brutal. That is brutal. Um, that's really brutal. Uh, so yeah, yeah. To Dan's point, I think for now, Kyle just plays both of them, and if he can get a combined three thousand from them, that's good. You you live with that. That's yeah, no kidding. Piece. Yeah, I um, just never never would have thought it'd be Eckler getting the share of the load between the two of them. But maybe Gordon will start looking better. He's just rusty. He was you know sitting back. He didn't think he was gonna have to go back and play. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah, that's definitely possible. Uh, Austin Hooper continues his dominance. Number one tight end on the year. Gets, puts up another 1260. Uh, he's been Matt Ryan's favorite. Well, again, with uh, same line of thought with Calvin Early, we will see what Austin Hooper looks like uh, on the receiving end of Matt Schaub as quarterback. So um, that'll be interesting. Jacksonville, great performance uh, against the terrible Cincinnati Bengals, 2400. So an awesome week for Kyle. Uh, great for him to get back on the winning track. He moves to 4-3. and three. Uh, he has sort of separated himself from the bottom of the pack. There is a bunch of two and five teams, and and then there's, of course, Scott at one and six. But so Kyle is uh, he's in control right now. So that uh, things are looking good for him. He'll get. Uh, I I was pleasantly surprised for Kyle that Amari Cooper played. So that's that was really big. I thought I, I was worried that Amari Cooper's injury might linger, but not the case. They'll have Juju Smith-Schuster coming back from injury. Not that that's actually a boost, uh, but. Or not from injury, from by, I'm sorry. And, uh, yeah, Kyle also picked up Kareem Hunt. So he's look, he's looking ahead. He's feeling comfortable, and he feels like he can stash Hunt for the next three or four weeks to see if he becomes something for the Browns. 
Um, but yeah, Kyle's looking good. I, like I said, Anna at two and five. It's been it's been disappointing so so far for her. Her team is much better than two and five, uh, along a similar vein as Scott. But Anna at, at at two and five is still in eighth place. So she's kind of still in control of her season, which is. It sucks that she's doing five, but that's good for her. She's got the third most points, fourth most points scored. Yeah, yeah, yeah just behind me, she's got the fourth most points <clears throat> wow. scored. Yeah, team she's, five. Yeah, it's been a wild season. That hurts. Been... That hurts. <laughs> it does. Any anything else, Jack, about the, about their teams? No, I just want to officially declare this the monster matchup of the week. I think this was two monsters, uh, and Kyle took Anna down, but. Two really great fantasy teams took the field and should keep their chin-ups because I think there's a good outlook the rest of the season for both teams. Did you say you wanted them to do chin-ups? Chin-ups, yes. As many as they can. Winner takes all. (laughs) I like that. I like that. Um, Okay, moving on. Let's, Let's talk about the guest of honor because he's had the second best team this year. Um, his matchup. Go Hawks. Go, Haw- Go Hawks. Take a Verde Hawks. There, that's the team. There. Sorry, Justin, you had a rough week. Yeah, pretty yeah. rough. It was very, very rough. You take him down eleven thousand seven hundred sixty-six to Justin's eight thousand four hundred thirty-four. Let's start talking about Justin's team. Jack, Pash Mahomes, <clears throat> brutal. Goes out with a dislocated kneecap on a QB sneak of all plays. And only puts up 724, and he's going to be out multiple weeks now. Though I have heard reports that he's been feeling good and wants to try and come back quickly. We will see if the Chiefs medical staff allows him to. He is their franchise. I would imagine they're going to be very conservative with him. A brutal Um, loss for the Kansas City Chiefs. A brutal loss for the NFL as a whole. But most importantly, a brutal loss for Justin's fantasy team. I mean, yeah. he this is catastrophic. He planned, he planned his draft around Patrick Mahomes, took him number one, and uh, yeah, without him, he is going to be missing a lot. It's going to be tough for him. Justin is dry at the running back <laughs> position. <laughs> he like desert, desert dry. At the running back position. Go ahead, Dan. Wow. I, I thought this Mohamed Sanu trade like just happened today or something. No, he he, he actually played. Yeah, yeah. In he, the Monday night game. No, no, no. Oh no! It shows him. Oh, it says that, he's on the way. Yeah, that's okay. funny. <laughs> like, how did he retroactively play a play on the wrong team? He played in two games this week. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's that's, that's funny from, that Yasser does Atlanta that. Game. Okay. Yeah, they show him as a New England against the Jets, but he put up 80 points as an Atlanta Falcons wide receiver. Playing against... for the Patriots. Playing <laughs> for the Patriots, right. He so had to wear a Falcons sense. jersey, though. It was really confusing. Well, let's, uh, let's, let's continue on that, on that train of thought because Justin gets two could be really nice. lucky breaks. Mohamed Sanu on his roster now traded to the Patriots, and Emmanuel Sanders on his roster traded to the 49ers, two Super Bowl contenders. Yo, who should see a a lot of volume. Sanders could be naughty on the 49ers. Sanders could be on the naughty list for sure. (laughs) I, I think that's a huge up. I mean, you're talking from Joe. They might as well call him ugly Joe over to handsome Joe. 
uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, handsome Jim. <laughs> Uh, handsome Joe. <laughs> I can't handsome. even. I can't even name one 49er receiver. Who do they have as receivers? They uh, have Dante, Dante Pettis, Pettis. Debo, Debo Samuel. Samuel. All right, oh, man. Me. So this guy walks in. He's the number one receiver, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. hands down. Yeah, he's gonna get like 15 targets a game. <laughs> he's only he, got George left... Kittle to deal with. Right, George oh, Kittle's right. their that's lead right. receiver. Tech, you know, uh, unofficially, their lead receiver is George Kittle, but. Um. Yeah, so that that's great for Justin Bateman. You're right; he's dry. He's dry at the running back position. <laughs> Joe Mixon is available, Justin. Yeah, <laughs> true. Keep that in mind, Justin. <laughs> uh, Devontae Freeman got ejected for <laughs> punching someone. I think Jamal yeah, Williams really? only a thousand. Um, and he's got Tariq Cohen on his bench. Uh, it's just dry, man. It's dry. It's real dry. Uh, I think, so Ido Smith, as you mentioned, is out. Devontae Freeman was great four weeks in a row. I, I still think Devontae Freeman is going to be fine. But again, outside of him, I mean, I guess, I don't know. Jamal Williams has been getting more touches. That's back-to-back good weeks He's for Jamal He's got Devontae Freeman, the Falcons have a really bad schedule. It is, yeah. if you look at their schedule, all you see yeah. is red. They play the Seahawks, then they're on a bye. Then they play the the Saints, Saints, really good defense. Panthers, decent defense. Buccaneers, surprisingly good defense. Saints, really good defense. Panthers again. And then the Niners, one of the best defenses in the NFL. And then the Jaguars in Week 16. Get me the hell away from Devontae Freeman rest of season. That is an excellent point. Okay, yeah, so Devontae Freeman is probably not going to be great rest of season. Unless unless he gets an insane volume, which he hasn't. With Matt yet. Ryan out, if they can't have a passing game and teams are just able to like load the box against him, I, dude. I don't think he's going to be out long. I, I don't. I, I don't think he'll be out more than a couple weeks. Yeah, I bet you. I bet you he's back after the bye week. Crickets. Crickets, you pissed yeah. you pissed, you pissed me off, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, Justin, put in a, uh, a cricket sound bite there. <laughs> tweet, tweet, tweet. <laughs> um, Jack, are you worried about Zach Ertz? I am. The only reason I'm worried about Zach Ertz is a fellow by the name of Dallas Goddertz. Um, Dallas Goddard <laughs> is stealing some share from Zach Ertz. I, I don't know. I'm not worried. I mean, Zach, Zach Ertz is still very talented. I'm. I guess the bigger issue beyond Dallas Goddard is the Eagles are not particularly fantastic right. looking nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> going up against a couple of tough defenses, the the Bills and the Bears, and then on bye week, and then the Patriots, um, another team with a tough schedule, but. But I don't know. I mean, I think I think Justin's actually got really solid wide receivers now, with Alshon yeah. Jeffrey, Emmanuel Sanders, Kenny Galladay, and now um, Muhammad Sanu on the Patriots, and even uh, even L- Lazard if the other wide receivers on the Packers can't get healthy, because um, Aaron Rodgers looks pretty dynamite. But but no, I mean it just comes down to Patrick Mahomes being injured is catastrophic. He's really dry at the running back position. Um, so it's hard to have faith in Justin's team right now. But who knows? Hit the waiver wire. Things could turn around. 
your wide receivers could just carry the team. They're that good. Who knows? There's uh, there's still hope, but great win for Dan. Phillip Rivers showing up. Adam Thielen going down with an injury, so hopefully he's not out for too long. He's got a hamstring injury. Not ideal. Um, Tyler Boyd, not great. Larry Legend, not great. Um, Tommy, are you worried about those? either of those guys, both both Tyler Boyd and Larry Legend? Larry Legend hasn't scored over 1,000 since week three. No, because I'm fine with 728, 80, and 990 from Larry Legend. He's, he's, he's Dan's third wide receiver, and Dan's firepower isn't really at the wide receiver position anyway. He's got if, if David if the, so the concerns the only concerns I have with Dan's team right now are injuries. David Johnson, I don't know what's going on with him. Dan, the, Dan, I gotta ask you, man, face to face, man to man, as the only person who can be angrier about the points I had of with Chase Edmonds on my bench. How angry oh, yeah. were you with the Cardinals lying to us saying that David Johnson was healthy as playing? So you put him in, and he goes out there, gets two carries, and then doesn't play again the rest of the game. David Johnson and Larry Fitzgerald are both on the trading block because of their performance this past week. Wow. Wow. <laughs> this is an insane episode. Okay, folks, you heard it here first. Justin Dan needs a running back. David Johnson is available as well, Justin. Dan Schefter has now announced... That Let's David make it a Johnson. Deal right now, Zach Ertz for David Johnson. Hey, Dan. <laughs> David Johnson for Joe Mixon. No, I don't. I don't want him. I don't want him. I don't want him. He's, he's got a bad back. He's an old man. He's even worse than Joe Mixon. Ah, oh, Joe Mixon is so bad. Who wants him? I don't, that um, was the ideal game for Johnson against the New York Giants. I knew you just knew yeah. whoever was playing was going to have a huge game. Yeah, just yeah. They made it sound. I like wish to play. Tweet, and tweet. Yep. They just tweet, lied to tweet, us. Tweet, tweet. Uh, breaking news, tweet, tweet, David Johnson tweet, is on the trading tweet, block, tweet, tweet. and Larry Legend Fitzgerald is on the trading block. Um, do I trade New England high? Okay. I, do I I'm, get rid I'm of New England right now? Because I wanted to know, how did you know they were going to be the best defensive performing fantasy team in the history of the league? Well, you see, I'm a data-driven player, mm-hmm. and no, I had no idea. <laughs> I think they were my last pick before a kicker. Yeah, you took them like the I always, I, I, if New England defenses are, I always like them because they're usually pretty good. Yeah, Bill Belichick's yeah. always got that defense on Yeah, if they're available, I'll take them late. It's worked out pretty well yeah. for you this year. I don't like reaching. Yeah, I mean, defense. I'll tell you one thing. It's impossible to believe that they'll improve. So I don't know if right. you can sell, like if you're going to sell them, now's the time. Mm-hmm. Are you saying you're interested? I'll take him for uh, Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon. For doing the <laughs> would would either of you like to guess which? Uh, well, I don't know how to Matt phrase. This. I don't know how to phrase this without giving away the answer. Matt Shaw, which, final answer. <laughs> who has who or or what has the most points? Jesus. <laughs> on the fantasy Who season. what? Yeah. It's the Patriots. Yeah. yeah the course. Patriots it's not are even close. The Patriots are outscoring everyone. That's Every the only player. reason I'm 6-1. It, it, it's it not is the, the only reason. It is you the have only a reason. Great team. <laughs> I'm, I score 10,000 points every week if it's not for New Or under 10,000 <laughs> if it's not for the Patriots. If I have to play like the Miami Dolphins or something and plug and play throughout the whole season, I'm done. <laughs> Uh, Dude, I've been having to play the Titans way more yeah. often than I want to. 
When you have a defense that you just put in, there's nothing better than that in fantasy. And a kicker, too, like Justin Tucker. That's why yeah. Justin takes him every year. I, yeah. It's a good feeling. You just let him ride. Yeah, no, it you is. Don't it mess is. with him. You don't you Nothing don't to think about, about. Yeah, nothing to think about. No, but I do really like your Dan's team. Leonard Fournette has been getting an incredible amount of volume. He puts up 15.50. Leonard Fournette, the last four weeks, has 29 carries, 225 yards. 23 carries, 108 yards. 20 carries, 72 yards. 29 carries, 131 yards. <laughs> That's an insane volume. Uh, they are using him, which is great for Dan. Le'Veon Bell, only 8-10. There are better days ahead for Le'Veon Bell. But he's had two brutal matchups against him. He's played New England twice in seven games. Doesn't get them the oh, rest yeah. of the year. There's a lot of green coming up on yeah. that schedule. He's got Miami twice. He's got the Giants. He's got Washington. He's got Oakland. And he's got Cincinnati. <laughs> Le'Veon Bell. Dan, do you want, do you want to trade Le'Veon Bell? I picked he, up he, Sam Darnold. He's... Le'Veon Bell's been pretty bad. I, I'll take him off your hands. Uh, Le'Veon Bell for Joe Mixon. They're both starting <laughs> running backs, not on great offenses. Big names. <laughs> what, what do I need? I need a tight end, maybe? How's that Gerald Everett? I don't know much about him, but he's done you okay. Want, hey, Mark Andrews for Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Andrews is good, isn't he? He's been yeah, good. He's really good. What Good question about Gerald Everett. Jake, what do we think about <laughs> Gerald Everett? He's got three good weeks in the last four. Does he... Uh, I mean, he's catching Can I passes safely drop from... Greg Olson? <laughs> I, wouldn't, I yeah. wouldn't drop Greg Olson. Really? Yeah, I'm, I don't want to. I, I don't want to carry two tight ends, though. True. Uh, that you, is can drop, you can drop Greg Olson. You think Stop so? it. Would you pick him up if I dropped him? You want to trade him for Joe Nixon? No, Joe I've, got, I've got Mark Andrews. Um, <laughs> Gerald Everett is... I don't know. I guess I guess I like Greg Olson more. I'm not really sure. They're both duds. <laughs> Trade me for Mark the Andrews. The tight end position has been brutal. Uh, no, but Dan, you're six and one, and <clears throat> you're gonna make the playoffs. And yeah, I hate my team. Let's move on. Hopefully, hopefully your team is just. <laughs> I like your team a lot. We've been t- we've been bracing your team all year long. Adam Thielen's got you healthy, and David Johnson's got you healthy. Tough, you yeah, it's tough. Yeah, it's his his team is a lot worse without David Johnson. And I'm worried about David Johnson's back. They're yeah. working out n- they, other running backs. Dude, they signed uh, Alfred Morris. This is oh, really? News. Yeah. That's not good news for David Johnson. we got more breaking news here, people. The wow. Arizona Cardinals a, have signed Alfred Morris. This is an info-packed podcast you're putting out tonight. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Justin's 2-5. and five. The good news for him is the quarterback position is one of the most streamable positions. Don't sleep on Jacoby Brissett. Do not sleep he's on Jacoby Brissett. He's having a good Brissett. year. Look at those numbers. He is. Absolutely. He's having, he's having a great year. No, that's um, a really good point, Dan. Um, Jacoby Brissett is a guy that I think Justin can put in. I mean, next week isn't great because it's the Broncos, one of the best defenses in the NFL. But, I mean, you you might still be able to put Brissett out there. He's a People are sleeping on him, and the Colts are not a joke. They're, you're right, they're a laughing stock. People, well, people who are like, Andrew Luck is retiring the cold season or is done. Yeah, no, for sure. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. But no, Brissette's been awesome, um, and the, the Colts have been very good. So, I mean, I mean, that's a huge win against the Texans. It's a massive absolutely win. Absolutely massive win. Um, Not as massive as their win against the Chiefs, but still massive. Yeah, no, it's been uh, it's been good stuff for the Colts. Um, all right, moving on. Shall we? Shall we move on? We shall dance. The walruses? Let's move on. I like that, Dan. Let's move on to the walruses. 
Dan, one more thing. I hate to say it. I hate to bring up injury on the podcast, but Dan, I think it's really smart that you've got the handcuff of Alex uh, Madison. Yeah. Is that I how like you that. pronounce it? Um, yeah. Really smart to have a handcuff. Uh, you're never hoping for injury, but you're sort of hoping that Dalvin Cook gets injured because Alex Madison immediately becomes a RB1. and Poten- oh, no. Yeah, potential RB1. Oh, immediately. <laughs> Do you think it's okay to have three quarterbacks and two tight ends? No. 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 I completely disagree That's a problem. That. I mean, I Drew Brees is fine because he's on the IR. But, no, uh, picking up Sam Darnold was uh, was a, uh, an absolute sign of disrespect to the league. And then, it was a bold yeah, move. It was a bold move. I don't believe in um, having two tight ends. But that's neither here, neither there, neither here. Tommy, what's the next matchup? We've got the Hollywood Rawlerses versus the Terminator and Death by Me. I crushed Dad 10,560 to his 9,066. Down week for me, down week for Dad. It was a down week for nine people this week. So, <coughs> I... That is an ugly score. That is an ugly score. I, I saved my points very strategically. I knew that I wasn't going to need to score a lot against Dad. Dad is bleeding right now. Um, he has his entire wide receiving core off, out with injury. Devontae Adams didn't play, Christian Kirk didn't play, and Sterling Shepard didn't play. Literally his three drafted wide receivers. He's got Robert Woods. Those were the four wide receivers he's been playing all year, and three of them did not play this week. Uh, really tough for him. He gets a great performance from Dak Prescott, 21-56. Robert Woods solid with 11-10. Terry McLaurin, the weather was trash. That, that 160 makes sense. Auden Tate. Has been decent for Dad uh, since he picked him up another 800. That's fine for your wide receiver three. Really bad week for Mark Ingram. Um, it's actually been uh, Mark Ingram's been a little bit inconsistent. Some really big weeks and and some and three not so great weeks. So uh, he's going he's going to be on a bye, but he should be fine. But again, <sighs> Damian Williams for Dad. Hey, he, wait, Dad dropped Damian Williams. Yeah, I saw him on the... So yeah, he was fed up with the inconsistency. Com- I, I sort of understand it. So he's got Mark Ingram, Mark Walton. Okay. <laughs> say, hi, say hi to your mother. <laughs> uh, Mark Waltenberg uh, and Ronald Jones and Benny, and Benny Snell Jr. as <laughs> his four running backs. So Dad looking at the running back position uh, is not looking great right now. Uh, so that concerns me a little bit. Once his wide receivers get healthy, I still like his wide receiving core. George Kittle, down week, but that, again, was because of the rain. He's going to be a beast. And so, I don't know. I like Prescott. I like Kittle. I like his wide receiving core. He might need to, especially if Terry McLaurin can still be good once, once uh, as the season moves forward, Dad might need to package some wide receivers for a running back because without Damian Williams and with Mark Ingram being inconsistent, mm-hmm. I mean, what does he have at the running back position, Jack? Yeah, I mean, the issue is he can't really spare much at the wide receiver position right now either because he really needs Devontae Adams to get healthy. He does, in a big way. In a big, excuse me, a big, big way. Oh, sorry, is Dan boring Uh, you, Tommy? (laughs) Oh, sorry, is is Dan a boring guest, Tommy? I have never had a more boring guest on the podcast, to be honest. You show some respect. He has brought us breaking news after breaking news. He's bringing his energy, his pizzazz, his good looks, his charm, his basketball IQ. 
Thank you, Jeff. He's bringing everything. He's the best goddamn coach Tonka Verde High has ever seen. <laughs> Tonka. <laughs> like a Tonka truck. <laughs> it's, it's the Tonka Verde. Uh... Dan, were you I serious mean, about almost getting a state championship? Are you guys in contention, or is that a hyper? Are you speaking hyperbolically? No, no, we are uh, preseason ranked in the top twenty. Wow, that's pretty awesome. There's eighteen teams in the division. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> the uh, the high vars- hopes. The varsity we got high is hopes. actually good, though, right? Which your they could be. Coach they could be. Yeah, yeah. We'll you, see. You've got some work. We got a lot to flesh out still. Yeah. Nice. If anyone can, if anyone can bring that team together, it's you, though. I got, I got nothing but faith. Can I speak to Christian McCaffrey real quick? You can. <clears throat> Greg, I know you're listening. Christian McCaffrey has more points than the entire Cleveland Browns offense. That's a fact. <sighs> what? Wow. You... Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a fact. I thought, I thought maybe you were th- saying like his three Cleveland guys. Yeah. And uh, even the other guys that are on his team. The entire Cleveland <laughs> now offense. Now I know you're lying. We're talking fantasy points. Not yeah. A... Yeah, that's true. Could be true, honestly. <laughs> honestly? <laughs> I, I can't refute it. I don't know that it's not true. I don't have the numbers to prove you wrong, so it's final. It's true. Okay. <laughs> um, Let me say, so before you guys dive into my team, and I'll let you do that because it's a great team, um, I just wanted to say that my team, so I, I moved to four and three, Jack. I'm, I'm feeling excellent right now. For me to get a win with Christian McCaffrey and Mike Evans on a bye, that was huge. My team, I started off 0 and 2, putting up 11,000 and 10,000 in the first two weeks. Just an abysmal start. Awful. You asked me if I was worried. What did I tell you? No. Since that, I am 4 and 1, and I am averaging 14,000 points a week. Wow. And that is all I will say. Talk about you keeping your eye you on guys, the prize, ladies and gentlemen. You, you guys go ahead now. Are you um, happy with your receivers? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're happy with Nikhil Harry? <laughs> Dan, uh... Is there some reason he's on your team? Dan, Dan, I, I would, Dan I would I'm love for you to um, Do take the lead here on Tommy's team. All right, um... Tommy Brady puts up 1,200. Eh, I don't like Tom Brady this year. Julian Edelman, Michael, who, D. Pettis, who is this? Dante Pettis. Zero. He's, yeah. he's the reason they traded for Emmanuel Sanders. He is, he's only scored 1,000 points once. It was a desperation Let, play. Let's go through Dante Pettis' season stats. First week, 120 points. Week two, 64 Week three, one thousand. Week five, hundred and sixty. And last week, six hundred. Solid and zero this week. <laughs> yeah, what what is that? So I've it's got a bold two, move. I've got two wide receivers that are out. Um, Marcus Marcus Brown injured yeah. and Mike Evans on the bye. It was a desperation play. There's like not many wide receivers in free agency right now. Um, can we talk about the positives of my team? Oh. My week was absolutely saved by Darren Wal- Walrus and San Francisco defense. It was an abysmal week for me outside of that. They 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 got forty seven percent of my points on the week. Waller is a top five tight end this season. He's uh, he's number two right now. Yeah, I think he'll finish the season top five easily. 
stuff. I like that. Michael Gallup has been bad since I traded for him, which I don't exactly like. Um, yeah, he's been disappointing. Um, I expected more from him. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely have the last week. It was a juicy matchup against Philly, so... Um, but when my team is fully healthy and, and, and off buys, I mean, I've got Julian Edelman. He's been super consistent. Mike Evans, hopefully he'll be a stud. I still got high ups for Mike Brown. I got high ups for Michael Gallup. And then my running backs, Christian McCaffrey and Chris Carson. I mean, how can you argue against that? Look, yeah, at, Carson, running backs look, look at Carson's schedule the rest of the year. What about it? I think he should be on the trade block. Uh-oh, trade high alert. Yep, look at that. It's a lot of red. Chris Carson going up against the Falcons, good. Buccaneers, bad. San Francisco, bad. Bye week, bad. Eagles, bad. Minnesota, bad. That's not great. I, I, I'm a little worried about that, actually. For you. you don't have yeah, to worry I, about I, Chris I, Carson. I, I was going to say, are you also worried about the bad matchups? <clears throat> I would love to play. Hey, Tommy. Chris Carson is Chris not Carson. Christian McCaffrey. No, he's not Christian McCaffrey, but he's getting 20 carries a game. Tommy, Joe Mixon for Chris Carson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pass. That's tempting. That's a bad schedule. <laughs> Joe Mixon has a better schedule. Uh, I'm not worried about I am. About I am Carson. interested in Joe Mixon, Jack, for real. We may have to do a deal at, us at some later point. Send me, an op- send me some offers. Especially if, D- if David Johnson is injured, I'm absolutely, everybody out there listening, I'm absolutely be, be dealing for a running back. If, if I lose David Johnson, wheeling and I, got nobody. I got nobody after that. Call my number. Right. Talk to Tommy about Adrian Peterson. The old man might be for sale. Um, <laughs> you want AP? AP uh, for uh, David Johnson straight up. Okay. What's it going to take to get Ronald Jones on my team? <laughs> Probably not way much. More, way more than you can afford. All right, <laughs> on to the last matchup. Less that, was the, the uh, worst, that was the worst coverage of anyone's team we've ever had. So thank what? you, guys. My team. We didn't talk about it at all. Oh, dude, seriously? Cry me yeah. a river. We're good. We're moving on. Great. Cry me a river, dude. I let Dan take the lead. He demolished it. He killed it. Knocked it out of the park. <laughs> just because he didn't... You know, sing you a happy tune with a warm violin doesn't mean he didn't give a third. I mean, we're, we're what just saying about, some What do you want him to say there. about Dante Pettis? There's you some know? concerns there. That's all. That's all. There's some concerns. All right, yeah. yeah. Devin cool. Singletary, you thrilled? It was just an ugly week overall. It was. Everybody. Everybody's. Yeah. You except squeaked for, by with a win, for, TJ. Except yeah. for Junior, of course. Yeah, Junior, of course. Yeah, no, it was a, it was a terrible week for my team. That's very fair. Uh yeah, let's move on to the last matchup. We just got one more. Um, Greg's team putting up only 8,684 points. Plays Carson Wentz this week, which I don't I don't mind that play. I thought that was going to no. be a high-scoring affair between the Eagles and the Cowboys. I was actually, I was yeah, I was quite proud of Greg for, uh, I, I thought that was a really good pick, but, um, but I don't know. But didn't They're, turn out well. Only 784. The Eagles looked bad. Stefan Diggs coming alive with 1770. He's been awesome these last couple games. Um, Mike Williams and Demarcus Robinson with 670 and 470, respectively. Not great, but, you know, they showed up, I guess. Um, running backs really needed more. James White only 940 and LaShawn McCoy only 860. D.D. Westbrook, though, was another bright spot in his flex spot. Uh, 
Didi's been Didi's been pretty decent now. I don't know. I thought his season was over when um, Nick Foles went down. He got 92 in that second week, but he's come alive a little bit. He's got over a thousand two of the last three weeks. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to be optimistic about Greg's team, but he's just. He doesn't have anyone that's like bad. He just doesn't have a whole lot of star power to like, you know, get the huge weeks. These guys with with really high ceilings that carry you to a victory. He doesn't he doesn't have much of that. Is there a higher ceiling on this team than Dawson Knox? <laughs> Are you not on the Dawson Knox train? <laughs> I am not on you... the Dawson Knox train. <laughs> wow, I'm surprised, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Nick Chubb, I guess, is his superstar. Um, yeah, Nick Chubb is his superstar, and he needs Odell Beckham to be really good rest of the season for, but for his Odell team. Beckham, but Odell Beckham, man, we say it every week, but he really put all his eggs in the Browns' basket, and yeah. it has not turned out well so far. But cheers, Greg. Hope you get a W. Uh, Tommy and Dan, why don't you sort of uh, duet this? Think of yourself as, you know, Bonnie and Clyde or Hall and Oates or Jack and Dan, you know, just sort of take this as a classic duo. Uh, talk to me about Bob Loblaw's team. <laughs> I was thinking of like a week or two ago of trying to get Aaron Rodgers. Really? Yeah. I don't know if Brian would have given him to me, but he's got a terrible schedule, but he puts up 4,376 points. Yeah. And Why you have really? Russell Wilson as your other quarterback. Yeah. Go for it. Something's got to happen there, no? Yeah, I mean, I, I he one he can't seem to get the decision right. Uh, I he he played Aaron Rodgers when Russell Wilson had his four thousand point week, and then he played Russell Wilson when Aaron Rodgers had his that four thousand point week. So having the two quarterbacks has not been good for Brian. Uh, he he's I I guess you just I mean you stick with Russell Wilson because he's playing Atlanta next week. That's I, I think you have to play Russell Wilson next week, but. It was a down week for Russell Wilson. I, I'm very, very shocked that that they got thoroughly beaten by Baltimore. That that was I didn't get to see any of the game. I don't know if you can speak on that either of you, but I was very surprised to see that the final score was was thirty to sixteen. Um, I like look Tyree Kill not going to be as good without Patrick Mahomes, but Matt Moore is a competent quarterback, and Andy Reid's system is good. I think there's still going to be plenty of opportunity for Tyreek Hill to have decent games with with, Pat, with Mahomes out. So we're in a situation where Matt Moore and Matt Schaub are starting quarterbacks in the NFL right yeah. now. Yep, in, 20, that's, in, the, that's in the year exciting. of 2019. That is exciting times <laughs> for the NFL. Uh, Baldez Scantling has a massive week, puts up 20-30. Really down week for Dan's running backs, or well, Brian's. Brian's running backs. I mix you guys up all the time. Yeah. Is there anything... This, this might be hyperbolic, but there's few things that are harder to become than an NFL quarterback. Okay. <laughs> like, the, the fact that we're that still getting these, right. these like, <laughs> Matt Schaub... How is Matt Schaub still the second best option for any team? Like, there's just not, like, that... All these quarterbacks that get drafted blow. Like, so many of the quarterbacks who get into the NFL are so bad. Like, only, like, a handful of these dudes, like, 
continue on for like ever because no one else is good enough to like why aren't there just a bunch of 24 year olds lined up to like how is Matt Schaub still in the conversation that's all I'm saying I guess you guys aren't on the same train as me but whatever oh we're riding that train (laughs) I agree it is strange it's how how can these guys I mean how is there nobody better available yeah how is Matt Schaub like look at college football right now there's like there's good quarterbacks everywhere like none of them can come to the NFL and be good quarterbacks yeah or even decent quarterbacks right yeah. I no, mean, look at how bad Mitch Trubisky is. <clears throat> Mitch Trubisky is so bad. It gets worse and worse. Give him time. Me, Tommy, Give you should have seen... I don't think Sam Darnold <laughs> is nearly as bad years. as Mitch Trubisky is, but you should have seen Sam Darnold last night. I mean, it, it was it was hard to watch. It was just like... I mean, what did he have, 85 yards and four interceptions? I mean, the interceptions, he just threw the ball up. He looked like a, like a kid in the backyard who was like no one else wanted him to play quarterback because like he couldn't complete passes, but he was like no, I'm quarterback, and he just threw four interceptions in a row. If there's one thing I've learned coaching the youth, it's not to downplay these kids' effort. Okay, Jack, <laughs> oh I mean, the effort was there. Yeah, he had a rough game. You know, let's not beat him up too much. All right. <laughs> right. You should write a book. Yeah. His second book is incoming. The art of coaching. I'm gonna I'm playing Sam Darnold next week. What do you think of that? I'm seriously gonna play him next week. I'm dropping Philip Rivers and I'm gonna play him. He's gonna no have the game way. of his life. He's gonna have the game of his life. I love it. Unless unless Drew Brees actually plays, which they're saying might be a possibility. I love the name. I'm, I'm going for it. I'm going for it. I'm playing him. I got I confidence. It. I love it. Well, what will happen is he'll get 300 points and the Patriots will put up 4,400 and you'll win anyway. Yeah, it won't matter. <laughs> I'm only um, going to play my defense next week and I'll still win. Sit everyone else. Okay, Dan. David Montgomery got two carries. Yeah, it's, it's time. What? Is he not playable anymore? I, I don't know what's going on with the Bears. Why aren't the Bears running the football? I haven't actually seen any football games this year. To be honest with you, and I'm not really a fan of football or fantasy football, so I'm kind of just winging it as we go along here, because I haven't, I don't think I've seen a game all season, but this David Montgomery character, I'm not impressed. Not impressed from any of the games He scored over. (laughs) I've heard good things about the kid, and again, we're we're effort-based here. We're an effort-based community, Jack. You know what effort gets you. (laughs) Efforts doesn't effort doesn't get you championships. David Montgomery could put on all the effort he wants. The Bears ran the ball seven times. Well, when you have someone like Trubisky, why yeah. would you run the ball at all? Yeah, that's a really good point. <laughs> Thank you. What are your guys' thoughts on Brandon Cooks? I, I mean, you're playing him every week. Happily. Uh, no, like so. No, not really. Uh, wide receiver one, wide receiver two, wide receiver three, wide receiver four. Borderline two, three, I guess. Wide receiver two, three. At lower end two, higher end three. Um, I, to, to, Cooper Cup has had some great weeks. He's been it's been down recently, but like Robert Woods has been disappointing. Brandon Cooks has been disappointing. Um, and honestly, Jack Jared Goff has been a little disappointing. Um, so I don't really know what's going on there. It's going to be another great matchup for Brandon Cooks next week. So you're playing him. 
Evan Ingram's 110 points is baffling. Arizona has been the worst defense against tight ends. It was the other tight end. <laughs> uh, yeah, Red Ellett. Red yeah. Ellison. Um, ridiculous. I, I don't know. I, like I said, I I talked about it last week. Dan gets Dan gets a really lucky win this week. Or, uh, was it I my, did too, but Brian did as well this time. God damn it. Um, With you in the room, it's just impossible. <laughs> it's just impossible to not say Dan. <laughs> when your tight end gets outscored by Dawson Knox, you have problems. <laughs> oh, choo-choo. The Dawson like, comes in Knoxon. I like Brian's team. I sniff a whole bunch of trades coming up. I'm, I'm betting there's going to be a, a lot of movement in this league coming up. Nobody ever trades. You heard it here from Dan Schefter. <laughs> Breaking news. The Nobody trading block is on Everybody, fire. There's a lot of itching to trade right now. I can sense it. The trading block is on fire, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Dan Schefter expects When's to have the many When's the deadline? breaking news. Deadline's pretty late. It's late. Yeah, yeah like late November in, in this league. I can't remember what the week is, but it's 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 as late as I can make it. Um, no, I think uh, Brian moves to four and three, three and four, excuse me. And I like his team. I mean, Marlon Mack had a down week, but Marlon Mack's been great. Carlos Hyde had a down week, but he's also been uh, decent, if not good. Uh, takes a hit with with Mahomes going out for Hill, but I think Hill will still be good. Um, I don't know what he does, Brian, about the Wilson versus Rodgers. I don't know how you make that decision week week to week. If Aaron Rodgers is going to be this good, uh, I mean, Russell Wilson's been amazing. So maybe go and get one of them, Dan. Go and get one of them. Yeah. Trade for uh, about it. get Joe Mixon. I'm really confident in Sam Darnold, though. Get Joe Mixon from Jack and trade Joe Mixon to Brian for Aaron Rodgers. Wow, that's brilliant. <laughs> Um, you tell me, looking at this, uh, the overall standings for playoffs. Is there anything set? Okay, Junior's in, right? Yeah. Okay. Junior's Anybody in, else? You're you're in for sure. I mean, there is a world where you. Well, can... okay, no, just for sure. The only thing yeah. we know for sure is Junior's in, and that's it. Scott could still be in. That's Scott what, could well, still be he could in, still yeah. make technically. Yeah. Technically, Louis's not in. No. I I I would. It would take a lot of. I would have to run the numbers. It's, <laughs> It's almost a mathematical impossibility, but I don't think it's a mathematical impossibility. No, it is a mathematical. Could you say that again, please? <laughs> it is. It, it has to be a mathematical impossibility. Louis, at worst, wouldn't he be clinched? Wouldn't he have a little clinch thing next to his name? Yahoo's algorithms aren't smart enough. Have you seen their projections? <laughs> That's a really good point. Um, at seven and zero, Louis would, at worst, fall to seven and six. There is in. Since we started head to head in 2011, there has never been a seven and six team that did not make the playoffs. We've got some breaking news here. What Within now? the last half hour, uh, K. Jasm dropped D. Henderson Jr. He is available. <laughs> wow! Breaking news on the show: Daryl Henderson Jr. has been available. dropped, ladies yep. and gentlemen. Uh, wow! Incredible. That's big. That is, that is big. That is huge. That's huge. Thank so, you, Shafter. There's Jack. There's so it's it's wide open still. There's five teams with already five at least five losses, and people have to play each other, right? So so like, you know what I mean? There's going to be for sure at least four teams with with more than six losses this year. Louis in, he's got to be mathematically in. I know Yahoo doesn't say it, 
But you'd have to go through and look at all the matchups upcoming exactly. to determine that. Yeah. yeah. So, and you're not technically in, but at six and one, if you the only, your worst record is six and seven. So I have three quarterbacks and two tight ends. <laughs> Did you forget that? Okay, one of them's injured in your IR slot. If so New England defense down. goes, you know, regresses, yeah. it's over. I'm done. I won't win another game this year. <laughs> <laughs> I have Sam Darnold as my quarterback. I thought you just said he was going to be good. <laughs> well, he is, but he's not. He can't make up four thousand points a week that New England's getting. I'm done. It's over. It was a good year, guys. Good year. Dan's, good Dan's year. calling it. He's going to miss out on the playoffs. New England defense is available for anyone interested. Breaking news, Jack. We've got wow. like a dozen players right now that are on the trading block, if not more. Uh, no, I think I think we can safely assume that Louie and Dan are both in. Drew even sitting at 5-2. and two, it's, it's hard to envision a world where he doesn't make the playoffs. Uh, obviously, it's possible. Of course, if he loses out, he wouldn't make the playoffs, but I don't see that <clears> happening. <throat> you got me, Kyle, and Jack all at 4-3. and three. Uh, Right now, we're in the driver's seat, but of course, we are not out of the woods yet. Brian at three and four, he is just ahead of the four teams. Anna, Dad, and that is Lou Lettenmeyer to the rest of you. Justin and Greg all sit at two and five, with Scott holding down the caboose at one and six. So to Dan's point, it is completely wide open. Scott somehow, some way at one and six, dare I say it, has a good chance to make the playoffs, or if if. If not a good chance, at least a decent chance to still make the playoffs. Good chance is, is dramatic, but yeah, he has a chance, which is which is enough. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a really weird year. I mean, I don't know that we've ever been. It's been a while, at least, since we've been this top heavy versus bottom heavy. Like the top three teams have a combined record of eighteen and three. <laughs> That's wild. Like, I, don't yeah. know, I don't think we've ever had five teams with this bad of a record this far in. Two and five, two and five, two and five, two and five, one and six. It's been very lopsided. I mean, Louis is just <laughs> annihilating everyone he plays. This is the year he's having. He's got the most points for and the least points against. Yeah. He's number one in both those categories. He's got the least points scored against him. Might just be his year. Yeah. Might just be in the stars. Written in the stars. A million miles away. Um, Dan, any uh, before we close out, any uh, promotional stuff you want to get out there for the listeners? Yeah, this uh, podcast was sponsored by the Tankerverde High School Athletic Department. Um, that's Tankerverde High School in Tucson, Arizona. The Hawks, the Flying Hawks, Go Hawks, and Jordan All Cookhouse. Thank you. Jordan All, Jordan L. Jordan Air, Air Jordan Cookhouse in Milwaukee. <laughs> Madison. <laughs> Madison. Great plug, though. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, we had to get that in under the radar. Uh, anything else? You writing anything else? No, this has been great, you guys. Thanks for having me along. It's oh. been, a, been a fun time. Yeah, we. Uh, I've been really... It's good to have you guys out here. Could... And it's good to hear your voice, Jack. <laughs> Dan, it was an abso- absolute <laughs> joy. Um, absolutely. <laughs> No, it was, a, it was a pleasure. Uh, thanks for taking the time. Um, thanks for joining. We were really worried we were going to have to invite Scott on, so this is great. Um, yeah, he disappeared. Where did he go? I don't know where Scott... Scott has... Uh, yeah, for the record, Scott left the room 
a good 45 minutes ago and never came back. So. Breaking news. Scott left the room 45 minutes Breaking ago. Breaking news. Scott's lost. Uh, Hashtag the search for Scott. He might um, be, I, would, I would guess he's talking to Andy or something. Um, no, Dan, it was a joy. You bought. You brought great knowledge, great commentary, um, and a lot of breaking news, so much appreciated. Yeah, Any last pleasure. pieces of breaking news before we close out the show? Uh, good grief. Golf Golf Pass just dropped M. Hardman. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and T. Austin got dropped by Golf Golf Pass. Oh my gosh. So those two are Ladies available. and gentlemen, we have two more pieces of breaking news. Never before have we had this amount of breaking news in one episode. You're giving up on Hardman? Golf Golf Pass okay? has dropped Tavon Austin of the Dallas Cowboys and Mikko Hardman of the... Kansas City Chiefs. Both have been dropped by Golf Golf Pass. Huge news. Ladies and gentlemen, good luck out there, everybody, on waivers. Tommy, Dan, any last words? Otherwise, I'll, I'll close this extra-long episode out. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, uh, I would just say you mentioned it's great having me and Scott here. It's great to be here. Love hanging out with you. Shout-out to Ed and Nan. For housing me and Scott. Uh, Scott will be here through, I think, Friday or Saturday. I might still be in Tucson next week, so if you're up for it... We'll do this again. We might do this again, uh, which would be a blast. You guys want to hear something crazy? Yeah. Yes. Next Monday, I will be be recording the podcast... No, unfortunately. I will be recording the podcast on the road from Miami, Florida. Miami. I'm going to be Miami Beach, Miami Vice. It's going to be tropical. Uh, We're expecting huge crowds. So, yeah. Tommy's taking it on the road a lot this season. I figured it's time to do my turn. Booked a flight from LAX to Miami, and I will be recording the podcast from there. From South Beach. I'm taking my talents to South Beach. Wow. Wow. The biggest announcement since the decision. (laughs) This is my decision. Well, great. Um, I think we got a good episode together here, guys. Jack, why don't you... Uh, Thanks for listening, in? everybody. Uh, it's been a crazy ride. Let's keep riding this thing together, huh? Jump yeah. on board. Choo-choo. Get, All get, in the ca- in. get in the caboose. This train don't stop. Elton John, give it a listen. You won't regret it. Signing off. Tommy, Dan, Jack. Let's talk. Fantasy football. Cool, cool, cool. All right, I'm going to stop recording. Me too. It's a wrap.